my body, my heart, my bones. I've broken many bones, ribs, toes, fractures under the knee, my right ankle, my nose once. My heart is not a bone. It breaks, though, too. When it breaks, it feels like it will never mend. If it were a bone, things would be easier. But just as hearts can break, they can be filled, treasured, even stolen. Not long ago, while someone I once loved was asleep, I whispered in his ear that if he gave me his heart, I would keep it safe. I would put it in a beautiful, precious box and bury it in a place only I know about near the most beautiful flowers in all of Golden Gate Park, and I would make sure nothing bad ever happened to it. He never gave me his heart, but I learned this. The only things in life worth having are stolen. Stolen glances in a circle of friends, when a little pull in your chest makes your eyes return to that one person, and he meets your gaze yet again. A stolen kiss when you least expect it. A turn of your head, an unexpected meeting of lips, and that thing you desire most comes along in one heartbeat of space. Someone says, I want you so recklessly I don't care anymore. You rip off each other's clothes, nuzzling, licking, biting with that frantic raw edge of desire found only in the stolen moment of absolute yes. It's fleeting, and it must be taken and savored. The last time this happened, I'd been watching the boys playing their instruments on stage, all the pretty girls dancing, many just watching him. I love to watch the girls and the boys watch him, photograph him, dance for him, try to get close to him. I've watched them for years. He went away for a couple of those years, in prison for a while for something stolen. But he was back with the band now, even more like Steve McQueen than before. Bigger muscles, more sway, a quiet strength with a boy's smile. His shirt came off, as all the clothes eventually do when the band plays. Afterward, in the green room, I picked up his trumpet on the couch. The last time I'd seen him, he'd stolen a kiss, an electric spark that was our secret. I looked up, and there he was to collect his trumpet. The chaos of the band and dancers was all around me. Everyone was half-naked, drinking, still dancing, splayed and gyrating in the tiny green room backstage in the old, legendary San Francisco Jazz Club. Sexy dancing girls were letting me take pictures of them with their legs nastily and playfully spread. Horn players and drummers were toasting me, tickling me while I tried to take pictures, flirting with me, asking to see a little more skin. I got plenty of theirs in return, and it seemed like the party would never end. Looking up at him at that instant flipped a switch inside. I recalled the same feeling when I was a kid and jacking food from a store and had a hair second to get it in my sleeve or pocket or be caught or have to give up the prize and keep going. I met his eyes, extended my long fishnet stockinged leg up off the ratty couch and put a gloriously spiked black lacquer high heel on his stomach. He smiled and leaned over to get his trumpet. 
I leaned into him for a split second and said, Come back to my place and let's make out. I have to give people rides home, he replied. I said, Okay, good night. I'd been home for ten minutes when there was a knock at my door. All lanky and long, he leaned, filling the doorframe with a sly smile. He had a beer bottle in one hand. I laughed, bit my lip, and led him slowly up the stairs to the kitchen, still in my fishnets and sweat and beaded dance costume, up to the table for a game of long-awaited cat and mouse. The seats kept us too far apart, he insisted. I told him he'd ripped my fishnets during the show. Stealing his hand into my purse, he fished around and came up with the switchblade he knew I carried. It's very sharp, I told him as he flicked open the blade.